0: It's the My Michelle Live podcast.
1: My Michelle Live. Entertainment review. Roll out the red carpet. Here's Michelle.
0: with us today on My Michelle Live where whatever we're talking about science and technology health news and views sports or even entertainment we look for a deeper story we call it the god story if there's a god out there what's he doing in all of this what does he expect of you and i as we talk entertainment today we're going to get you plugged into the movies we'll talk some entertainment news but first it seems that entertainment often has the umph and the draw because it mirrors life. Things that are on our hearts already. It enters a conversation already going on in our heads. Well, there are a series of movies, the God's Not Dead series. God's Not Dead, God's Not Dead 2, uh, A Light in Darkness, and now streaming and released on DVD December 7th, God's Not Dead, we the people producer actor and the man behind pure flicks which is a place you can go to make sure you're getting all good movies <laughs> that are appropriate for your family uh pure flicks it's a place to go uh david a.r white thanks for joining it's good to see you
1: yeah thank you thanks for having me on nice uh, to see you in person
0: right after the interview can we jump on that thing back there Exactly. I'm just thinking that sounds fun.
1: A trampoline. (laughs) As we
0: were mentioning just before we went to air, uh, I live in Seattle, and you're there in uh, where the sun shines. Yeah, Los Angeles. (laughs) And uh, so I'm a a little envious today, Uh, but that's all right. I made the choice. I'm glad to have you with us and to talk about the the film. If people haven't seen God's Not Dead, We the People, um, these are not true stories the god's not dead series are not based on the true story but yet uh there are some truths to it that's why they've had such a draw wouldn't you say
1: <clears throat> yeah there's no doubt about it i mean every movie has had um uh has the backdrop of court cases that have actually happened surrounding that topic and so you know, like, for example, the first one was was placed in the college and and um, the different lawsuits that came up in, in the way of trying to take God out of that, you know, out of colleges. And then it was in the high schools and in, se- in the second one, you know, and so um, the franchise really has it's not uh, obviously it's very much life imitating art in a lot of ways um, or art imitating life in a lot of ways. Um, but in each one at the end of it, if you ever wanted to, to do research on, you know, any of the the lawsuits that that are actually happening in our country at the same time the movies going on um, it's pretty interesting pretty fascinating
0: so the films themselves so God's not Dead films is, are both entertaining but it seems maybe purposeful because there there's a, a level of frustration when you're just the little guy the the little David facing Goliath so to speak, whether it's a college institution or some other kind of institution or facing court, facing loss, you can do a little bit of research. And I'm sure the teams did in putting these films together. Uh, This is real life for a lot of people. So you tap into, oh my gosh, what would I do if? Wouldn't you say that's part of the uh, impetus, the purpose of God's Not Dead? It kind of has you ask that question, what would I do if?
1: Yes, yeah, absolutely. I think that's a good way to sum it up. You know, um, uh, for God's Not Dead, we the people, you know, it's it's, uh, the backdrop is homeschooling. Um, And I didn't know much about homeschooling. The script was written several years uh, previous.
0: Pick me, I do yeah well yes exactly after the pandemic i think we all
1: learned about we all learned about homeschooling too you know and then homeschooling doubled in size since the pandemic um which is i I thought was interesting and and of course you know i didn't i didn't really know much about it and and then all of a sudden you know we're all in the pandemic and we're all trying to homeschool our own children uh not by choice and um and there's there was a new level of respect to it but at the same token you know, we also are, are, are having this government uh, just I can set this movie up really quick is just basically this uh, this uh, the church that I work Reverend Dave is my role that I, I resume. And uh, that church has a homeschooling co op and basically it's visited by the county and told that if they don't uh, follow the regulations completely um, the curriculum that they've outlined, then they're going to be fined every week until they do. And on paper, that curriculum seems fine. Of course, we want our kids to learn math and English and on that. However, it's a little twisted in the way that God is being taken out of what we've seen, where God's taken out of education in high schools and colleges. Now we're seeing the government reaching into our our own homes, trying to remove it from homeschooling. And so this ends up, uh, our group ends up going to Washington DC to defend those rights um hence god's not dead we the people
0: yeah and an important one too there are so even before the pandemic a lot of homeschooling families i was part of a homeschool co-op so it hits real close to home i was one of the the leaders there Uh, there's extraordinary things by the way uh, as you watch this uh, there were a lot of comments on God's not dead, we the people, of people saying, you know, this does kind of encourage me. I've been thinking about homeschooling. And um, so Mm -hmm. there's that aspect as well. So many resources now and a lot of folks that are championing your rights as parents. The film and the film series, is a, a powerful encouragement to people. But one of the criticisms is, does it over-demonize people who aren't of faith and set people who are unfa- of faith on this great pedestal like we're all these these great, you know, deep uh, spiritual people when, you know, if you've ever been to church and you've gone to church for a while, you know that's just not the case. <laughs>
1: yeah no doubt you know i think the church is uh, obviously the church is full of broken people and uh and thank god that we're saved by grace <laughs> um and um, you know and and even you know, obviously in a movie movie is about conflict movie is about a movie hopefully is entertaining as well and inspiring but it's also about you know i think that what what uh what makes the god's not dead franchise um so special is that it's also about broken people and uh and where faith organically fits into their lives in a different way and so i don't think it it, it, you know yes we've we've been accused of of that of demonizing the other side so to speak but i also i I feel like the god's not dead franchise what makes it also so special is that fact that it just opens conversation up our whole point was to open up conversations that people squash down and they don't allow to come out. And we the people is not necessarily about homeschooling. It's about uh, our freedoms in this country. You know, Ronald Reagan has a great quote in a movie that basically talks about you know uh, freedom um, when it is lost once it's lost, the generation never gets it back come on, uh, in, in history. So and and so, right. you know, as we've seen all kinds of different laws being passed in our in our country as of late, um, where does that line of where the government can come into our own personal lives, you know, where is that line drawn? And, and that's really the bigger issue.
0: What side of the aisle you're on? That's a powerful, yeah. powerful question to ask a I'm sure, as you're making the film, you had no idea that uh, personal rights would explode as they are. And while uh, it's set with a with a backdrop of homeschooling, man, it does take on a whole new life when you think of where we're at today. Um, it, it is, and also an interesting criticism. People don't like to be demonized, though. Every film outside of faith films, for the most part, what do they do with people of faith? They're demonized <laughs> in, in the they worst are. of ways. Um, yes. The, the positive upside to be demonizing people? Christians, is that sometimes those demonizations are based on some true things that you might want to do a little self-examination with. So maybe this is a a chance for people to examine what's really happening in our country. I want to talk about what's happened in your world. Pure Flix is spectacular. It's, um, It's a streaming service like Netflix, like Hulu, where you can... Have access to faith films. There's a lot of uh, faith films for the holidays right now that, that are there. You can uh, get God's Not Dead, We the People. Um, this is Pure Flix in itself is a spectacular story because you, as an actor and, and as a man of faith, Man, you had to make some hard choices. You're in Hollywood. We know that is not the uh, the absolute be all end all of goodness, purity, and joy. So, living out your faith and getting roles, uh, and any of us who have been in the acting realm, and you've read sides and you think I'm going to get I'm going to get this great part, and then you read the rest of the script and you're going. Oh wow, well, I don't know. This this is a bit of a conflict <laughs> with my world. That's tough. And you've had some struggles in and in, in doing that and, and trying to provide for your family.
1: Yeah, you know, um, I uh I started out as an actor when I was nineteen and I moved to to Hollywood from Kansas, a little town outside of Dodge City, mead uh to be specific. But uh um uh, it was an interesting thing. I was on a show called Evening Shade with Burt Reynolds when I first got here, um, for about almost uh, almost four years, three and a half years, uh, and then um, did a lot of mainstream television. But in the process, I already always had a heart for the faith uh, faith based films. I'm, my dad was a pastor, um, and and I didn't feel like they were well represented in a way that I wanted to make. I love stories. I wanted to make stories that you know, uplifted and inspired the human spirit um, that ultimately would draw people closer to God and the purpose that he has for their lives. And there just was really hardly any movies other than the Billy Graham Association. You know, uh, no one was making those films at the time. And so this is in the 90s, dating myself a little bit. Um, But but Pure Flix started in 2005 and we started to... um, we had a heart that it would uh, be a place that people could come and see faith and family content without the idea of having to screen them, you know, from their children or whatever. And then in 2015, we started a DSVOD platform like the Netflix and the Hulu and Amazon. Um, However, you know, we're not uh, we were not a corporation. We were not, you know, something uh, funded. You know, it was independent funding uh, that started this whole thing and Sony. Uh, ended up partnering with us at the end of 2020. And so um, it's an exciting, if you have never been to pureflix.com, there's over 10,000 titles on there. There's enough family content, uh, just, but it's all safe for you and your family. And that's the beauty of it. And there's, you know, it's the only place that you can go with so much faith films as well, and, and TV shows and everything from kids content to, you know, old classic shows to the new um and so i'm proud of pure flicks and obviously you know it was it was a big enough deal that um that we that a lot of people had eyes on it for a long time in the mainstream Mm -hmm. and uh and the exciting things is that they're they're they've still allowed us to do what we do we're still making evangelistic you know faith forward films um even with You know, uh, with Sony's backing.
0: I I mean, there's a a cancel culture out there. So it is really surprising, but yet not surprising because there is such a huge market out there. When you think of how many people, even though they say church attendance, has plummeted. And yeah. even more so during COVID, there are still more people going to church, attending church, and even watching church than uh, are going to movie theaters, for for example, even in the height of movie going. There is a big market out there. There are a lot of people. And I think both that statistic, David, and the God's Not Dead uh, franchise points to something there, that there is... More that be with us than be with them. There really, we really are almost a silent, my my majority. There are a lot of people out yeah. there that are people of faith. There are a lot of people who may who can relate to the people in the God's Not Dead films. They've been there on, in one regard or the other. Uh, moving forward, is there going to be another God's Not Dead film, and what would that be about?
1: I don't know. Uh, you know, it's always a thing that we we put out there. We pray about it. We see what the Lord wants to do um, with this franchise and these stories. And and uh, and I'd encourage everybody just to go see if you haven't seen all of them. Um, see them. They're on Pureflix. Uh, uh, it, they they come and they go. Just to give people. There's windows for titles um, in distribution. That, you know, they're only on a platform for so long. Just like in on you know the mainstream platforms, Uh, movies don't stay on there forever because they have to keep moving around in order to to, um, you know, in order to compensate for the cost of making them. And so uh, but I do know, I think three out of four of them are on pureflix.com right now. and And uh pick
0: up in fact we have a link out my michelle live where you can pick up uh the trilogy but you can also get god's not dead we the people right here right now uh if you email uh us if you go to our website you can be one of the lucky folks who will go uh, we will send you uh god's not dead we the people and we'll get it there in time for Christmas so you can nice. uh, spend maybe Christmas Day which a lot of people do watching a film and uh, this might be one that can encourage you and your family and uh, you can find out more at MyMichelleLive.com uh, David A.R. White who is probably the most recognizable face in uh, faith films and certainly the, the most unraptured guy you're always left behind buddy <laughs> nice. but the good thing is <laughs> <laughs> with that that's time so comes dude at least <laughs> that one at least the real one you will be on the right side that'll be great i'm looking forward to that i'll, I'll be waving to you
1: <laughs> yes exactly uh no that's exciting that is kind of funny uh, no i i you know and that's the other thing is is obviously um if you're still you can still pick up your dvd of god's undead we the people and there's all the extras on there um that the streaming doesn't happen so there's you know there's a difference in the 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 scenes the making of uh the behind all of that stuff um is uh is there so Ooh. i encourage people to to own the whole whole, whole set
0: all right w- real quick question share with us on the making of uh, god's not dead we the people a story that that maybe is behind the scenes that you will never forget, maybe some wonderful way God intervened, because it seems like when it's a faith based film, God intervenes somehow in ways that you just go, we couldn't have done that.
1: Yeah, well, there's there's a lot of moments of that, you know, I mean, first of all, it's it's so hard to make a movie anyway. And then making a movie in COVID is is even harder. <laughs> and then we were making a movie. We were making guys We the people in January. We started of this year, actually, uh, January, February, March in um, in Oklahoma is the the actual that's Washington, D.C. part. Part of that is there and uh, in blizzards in and out of blizzards. And um, that's tough to do, you know, and we were shut down twice in the middle for COVID. Um, Uh, But but I actually found one of the most exciting things was and there's there's it's always an interesting thing about cast. Isaiah Washington's in this Wayne Forsyth's in this, Mm. you know, um, Francesca Battistelli uh, Grammy Award winner, you know, so many people, wonderful people are in this film. Um, Antonio Sabato Junior. But um, what I found was interesting is actually shooting in D.C. We went to D.C. and because of, you know, all the stuff that happened in January uh, DC was really, uh, I think the national guard was, you know, almost out by the time we were there in may. And, uh, and it was an interest. it was very, um, uh, open to us to shoot. And so you you'll watch some of this movie and you'll be amazed that, you know, the the landmarks of this and everything else. And, and, uh, and that is, I, I think that was the most for me as a, as a, I've shot in DC before, um, but this is this one it just was because of the what it was what it is about because it is about freedom because of all the stuff that has been happening the last year and a half um and so much hardship uh to just see the favor of the lord on this movie and then to see it even in theaters and it almost sold out for three nights on a monday tuesday wednesday and people standing ovations and the whole thing it's a i'm always humbled and and uh and amazed at God's faithfulness in the midst of you know these movies and for that I'm internally grateful. Um, and I also say you know to everybody out there, you never know where you know from a kid in Kansas on a tractor with a little dream in his heart, um, I saw one movie in the theater the first 18 years of my life. I'd never been never met an actor, a professional actor or anybody in the profession uh, until I was 19 years old. Um, that God can do amazing things in your life if you just allow Him to, yeah. and um, stay the course. So, don't give yeah. up, stay you the know, course. It's, it's that Amen.
0: perseverance, man. Uh, just stay the course, man. Uh, it, what an encouragement! And when God is in something. There is something special to it. You might experience it if you go to Peerflix. If you pick up the uh, God's Not Dead films, you can get a link, of course, at My Michelle Live to the trilogy. before you even get We the People, you can win a We the People DVD. DVDs will be out December 7th. David A.R. White, thanks for joining us. It's always a good pleasure to talk with you.
1: Ah, uh, thanks so much, Michelle. God bless. God you. bless you guys. Hey, welcome to my Michelle
0: Live. This is uh, what we call entertainment So, whatever we're talking about and whatever we're taking on, we look for a message of oh, encouragement for you, for family, and uh, in this case, what is entertaining and what is uplifting. So. We're going to look at movies, and I have with me my cohort, my friend, the one and only Adam Holtz.
2: I'm pretty cool. we <laughs> you into the movies. This is Adam Holtz.
0: Hey, Adam. Welcome to you? The weekend. Uh, this is one yes. of my favorite times of the year because uh, there's, there's so many things to watch. It, it's yes. just, uh, finally, and if you remember back in the day of, oh, way back in 2020, when new things were sparse and uh, you were watching some of the same things over and over again, it seems like the world is at least normalizing a little bit in the movie yes. realm, and we're seeing a lot.
2: Yeah, there is a lot out. This particular week is a little bit quiet, but it's sort of the one lull between the waves. Although the one thing that we'll talk about in a little bit is one that I think people are going to be really excited to hear about. But, you know, some weeks we might have three or four big movies to talk about. We have one bit on this one that I think people are going to be really excited to hear about. But, you know, some weeks we might have three or four big movies. One bit on this one that...
0: I'm sorry. Are, are you hearing that? Uh, yeah. Okay. My my bad. All right. We're, be- we're no better. Worries.
2: Okay, good. <laughs> I, you know, I always think if I can say something twice, that doubles the odds that somebody heard what I had to say.
0: <laughs> okay. There you go. Yeah. It's, um, it's Michelle pushing the buttons. I'm getting button crazy. Woohoo. Just push them all, Woo-hoo. push them all. Uh, some, Things that are coming out now, as you said, we are in kind of the lull before the big uh, December pre-Christmas explosion. But what do we have that's new this week?
2: Well, let's talk about Christmas with The Chosen, The Messengers. So okay. you and I have talked about The Chosen at length, I think, more than once. Um, and uh, we now have, as a Fathom Events release, kind of an old school christmas special you and i grew up i think back to the 70s like and maybe they still do them and i just don't notice there are sort of these variety show christmas specials oh yeah if harkens sort to of these that. variety oh, show christmas goodness. specials oh, yeah
0: okay never mind
2: <laughs> um and this one is a combination of christian musicians and i'm talking like Bill Wickham for King and Country, okay, uh, and there's a, and it's a it's a big list. They have found musicians who are impacted by the Chosen. They talk about how the Chosen, has, you know, influenced them, and then they do some Christmas songs. They do some old ones, they do some new ones, and it's about an hour and fifteen minutes of that. And then we get a new about a forty five minute episode of the Chosen. So, uh, and it's a it's a Christmas themed episode do we need to stop and just fill people in on what the chosen Let, is let's just
0: fill in. people in um i even i can't imagine that people don't at least know about even at my church uh, there's a viewing every tuesday and then they do a discussion kind of a bible study afterwards that's pretty cool but that is i cool. haven't taken place at, i haven't participated because i, I didn't watch all of it, you know, so I I need to just start from the beginning and watch The Chosen. It is a entertaining, well-acted take on the Gospels.
2: Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's just a presentation of Jesus' life. And um, at least initially uh, they're in production on their third season now, and the director and producer, um, Dallas Jenkins hopes to do seven seasons and it's all crowdfunded. So people are donating to make this thing happen. Yeah. Uh, so the third season is, is coming and this is sort of an appetizer for the third season. Now the Christian music, if there are artists that you like, <clears throat> I think is terrific. If they're not artists you're familiar with, it might feel just a teensy bit long. Uh, but the episode itself really focuses on Joseph and Mary and their path to Bethlehem. I mean, a big portion of it is just their conversation as Mary rides the donkey and they have this small argument. She wants to get down and walk, but Joseph wants to protect her. And it leads into this bigger conversation about her thankfulness for the ways that he has stood up for her and protected her at cost to himself and his own reputation And they, you know, he basically says, well, I couldn't have done it if I hadn't heard from the angel, you know, and then they compare notes on their angel story. And what I love about it, it's all speculative. Obviously that's not in scripture, right? But but what I love about it is it imagines the kind of mundane, but also profound conversations that they probably had. And I never thought about it before. What did Joseph and Mary talk about while they were traveling? See, what we've, we've talked
0: about this before please remind me of what the movie is it was a uh resurrection style movie kind of see C- the csi of re- yeah resurrect- risen what was it risen risen of course uh oh that was all speculation you know we don't sure. it's not in history books it's not in the bible but uh yeah we've talked about the spiritual implications that if it isn't anti-biblical, if it doesn't seem to conflict with what we know of history and the Bible and right. uh, even some of the teachings, then a little speculation gets your uh, uh, gets your imagination going and it uh, makes the story more relatable. If yes. That makes sense. No,
2: that's absolutely right. And I think it makes it relatable, and it just, I think it really serves as a catalyst to cause you to think about things you wouldn't have thought about before. I mean, and the the birth scene is not graphic, but Joseph and Mary are filthy. They're out of water. They don't have anything, and we see him shoveling manure to make, you know, a clean space for Jesus to come into the world, and it's... um. Yeah, I think it's it's gritty in the best word, um, and and very realistic, and causing you and inviting you to think about what would this have been like, you know what what is the reality of this story that we celebrate, but we can become so familiar with it that we take it for granted, or not even take it for granted, but just don't think about it, you know, and that's where I think the Chosen is a terrific a terrific thing artistically.
0: So uh it is out now Christmas with the Chosen, the Messengers. I think it's uh from what I understand Adam, if you haven't watched The Chosen, this is a one-off that you can definitely get into. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. And, and there's another part of the story that takes place decades later with Mary Magdalene visiting Mary the mother of Jesus. And the conversation that they have as she reminisces about God choosing her. And so that's, that's really poignant too. And and I think to further emphasize what I've already said, I think it puts a human face on all of these names and stories and you're like, oh, wow, these were real people. This really happened. What must it have been like? So.
0: Well, other you- Christmas movies I wanted to uh, talk about on streaming. There's one yeah. that uh, there's one that I really enjoyed. I think it's going to be a new uh, classic. And there's one that I just don't even want to start watching. If you remember the pr- Princess Switch. Uh, the first yes. Princess Switch was um, basically a Hallmark movie with uh, Vanessa yeah. Hudgens uh, playing a I don't know. Was it a countess or something? And then a baker, and yeah. they look alike, right. and they switched places. And uh, right. you know, it's where basically parent
2: trap, yeah. only yeah, as basically
0: a parent trap meets a uh, hallmark Christmas yeah. story. Yeah, and uh, prince is involved, yada yada, and it was okay. And then they had the second one, and then they brought in another look alike character, and yes, now the evil cousin. Okay the evil cousin. And now there's the princess switch three, which brings in, it may even bring in more. Uh, The second one, just too hokey, just too much, just too much of the same actress. Uh, They lost. So I'm not there. What are your thoughts?
2: Oh, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. I mean, they're very gentle movies. And the irony of this conversation is that two minutes before we started our conversation my daughter, who's homesick today, said, Can I watch Princess Switch 3? And she's 13. It's perfect for a 13 year old. There
0: you I go. Mean, perfect for maybe a 13 year old. If you're uh, maybe 15 or above, you may just want to go over to the Hallmark channel. Just my right. thoughts. Um, yeah. A, but a Christmas movie that I truly did like, and I am going to try to pull up the trailer here is A Boy Called Christmas. Uh, there's a lot yeah. to talk about in A Boy Called Christmas. It is, to me, a, a new Christmas classic. So I'm kind of excited about it, to be honest. Um, I'm going to see if we can. We will. The we will pull up the made. trailer. Um, great acting in it. Um a fun story. It's kind of charming. I'm sure that we can find some things that we might want to mention to our audience, uh, you know, just to protect them. Just to you know, there's some there's some peril. There's some heads blowing up. But take the a take a little watch. The universe of
1: stories
0: where anything and everything can happen. Long ago. Nobody knew about Christmas. Until a boy... showed the world... how to believe... in the impossible. It's a boy called Christmas, and yeah, there's there's some things that you'll you'll want to be aware of. Um, it's along the lines of a Santa Claus origin story. I found it fun and charming, well acted, and something refreshing because you know you've seen the same Christmas movies again and again and again um uh, yeah. the only issue that i have to, to be honest yeah i'm watching it not with the little ones, so there may be some family things and you can see the long review at plugged is uh this is these these origin stories they leave out uh and, and in this story in particular christmas came from an elf village it's just something that they call a nice day of the year when uh, you need to be at your kindest. um even though in the very name of christmas there is the right. true origin and that's of christ um, right. so that i think it, i that's the only thing that left me going yeah that's kind of sad because there is something deeper there and that story is really beautiful but yeah. as far as a Santa Claus or San, Santa Claus origin story, yeah, it's kind of fun.
2: Yeah. And that was pretty much what we thought about it. And I think that there are some powerful themes of hope, um, of faith, love, yeah. but not in a Christian sense. And so it sort of felt like a really engaging, pretty creative very secular christmas movie you know because uh jesus is nowhere to be seen and as you said or god
0: or prayer but yet um and we don't have to get into the science of it and, uh, or theology and realize that if you don't have an ultimate good, where does this good come from? It's all subjective. So uh, right. doing the right thing, which is a powerful message in this movie, uh, choosing to be good, uh, doing good uh, is, is heartwarming. But if you don't have... Uh, origin of where that good comes from. It is truly subjective and yeah. doesn't really matter, but that's not what you're watching this for. <laughs> you're watching it right. for fun for Christmas.
2: Yeah. And, and I think it fits that bill. And I also think that it wouldn't take much if you're having a discussion afterwards to jump off from some of the themes here and say, how does this relate to what we believe? You know, obviously uh, there's not a true north kind of arrow pointing to Jesus here, but but there are some good morals that you know you could have the conversation: Can we be good without God? You know, do we need do we need a theological framework to motivate us to be good? And obviously, the film suggests maybe not, um, and we would say maybe. You know, and I think you could actually have a really great conversation about that.
0: And, and that's really kind of what we do at Christmas anymore anyway, right? You have these conversations. Yeah. You, you help your kids to challenge worldviews and to think critically. You can even do that with a silly Christmas movie. I like this one. I thought it was charming and and a lot of fun. One that uh, seems like a lot of fun but not so charming that we did talk about is the only other real new Christmas movie out um, in mass. And that's Home Sweet Home Alone.
2: Yeah, which is... Home Sweet, I saw this in 1991.
0: I mean, <laughs> and it probably was a little better.
2: And it was better it, it than... Is, any real differences,
0: though? Because if you think of 1991 versus 2021, well, uh, we've become a little bit politically correct we've become offended at 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 differing things so i i imagine that there i haven't watched it it hasn't really drawn me in but i imagine there might be some changes along those lines
2: yeah you know i think i would say that it on one hand it might not be quite as superficially mean as macaulay culkin and what he does to these thieves in the original uh and on the flip side it does have kind of a mean streak in it because it involves two people trying to get back something they think a little boy has stolen from them and he of course gets left behind at home um and so they're not they're not criminals in the same way that the thieves in the original are and so it the vibe is a little bit different
0: because we don't want to criminalize criminals anymore. So, you know, let's, well, there's that too, there is right? That. There is we don't that. probably I mean, have that don't kind of time. Looting, looting it's smash and grab now. Uh, because right. Looting is racist. So, you know, of course that this new home alone may fit in, into that narrative uh, that maybe a kinder, gentler, uh, well-meaning criminals. Something like yeah, that. Yeah.
2: Something like that. Something like <laughs> that. I, you know, again, I think the whole thing is a setup for slapstick comedy for a child to abuse adults, right? In a playful, ridiculous, over the top way. And I would say that core spirit is still there. Um, I, if you've seen the original, I, I can't imagine why you would watch this one and think, well, that was so much better, you know. <laughs> So, you know, if you want to watch children abuse adults, just go find where the original is streaming and, and do that.
0: All right. Uh, let's t- let's get away from Christmas for just a moment. Any there's no, nothing really out that's terribly new. I mean, in Canto, you can see it in theaters. We've talked about how enchanting that might be. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. Want to see it. But really good. Shouldn't uh, November 19th or 20th release date wasn't that maybe more in line with uh, i don't know october 31st kind of i don't know yeah. i never quite understood that belfast is out and uh, i have yet to see that but i love kenneth brana so um it, it seems like an enchanting uh story but one that is out and it's been out uh for almost a month now is passing and we've yet to talk about that
2: have you seen it? No. Because I can, that I have not seen it. So I, my ability to speak knowledgeably on it will be limited. So, well,
0: I, well let's, let's shelve it for right now and we, we can talk a little bit about it next time. And, and uh, because I, I think it's best if we can give a, a personal review or at least say, Hey, this, yeah. this is, this is what it's about. Um, but anything else that's out there that might be worth the see as we get into the holiday season.
2: Well, let me talk about two very different things. Okay. Uh, I wanted to rewind the clock uh, eight years to a movie called The Christmas Candle, which is streaming on Amazon Prime, which is based on a Max Lucado book. And it's about a, a village in like Victorian era England. And every 25 years, a candle, a magic candle essentially grants a wish to one needy person and the pastor decides who's going to be the recipient of it. And they get a new pastor and he is so evangelical that he basically says, do we really need miracles to sustain our faith? And so it's a pretty interesting story about what do we do with miracles? How do we think about them? What do we do when God answers prayer? What do we do when God doesn't answer prayer? uh and uh it was one as i was looking back through christmas movies you know in the near distant past that maybe have fallen off the radar i thought this is one that people might want to know about it's worth checking out
0: okay uh i like i like the sound of it i think that one's kind of intriguing have you heard of uh, silent night with Kira knightley and uh, little. I have heard up. of
2: it. I have not seen it. So again, that's
0: going to be t- out uh, tomorrow. So we'll be able to talk about that. Um, okay. So uh, there, of course, there there are some new films. Um, that that are out there that may be worth a see some romance films a lifetime holiday in uh, santa fe is is one with oh what's his name mario yeah okay never mind it, name absolutely escapes me. I'm trying to trying to remember these. We've talked about Home Sweet Home Alone. There is uh, the princess switches, but there's also things like Love Hard, which is a, a new one on Netflix where uh, a girl gets catfished by some guy who pretends to be someone he's not online, and then holiday romance and uh, shenanigans ensues. So there are some There's a lot of ensuing
2: in that one. Ensuing,
0: a lot of ensuing so there there's things that are out there how about on the horizon anything we can look forward to
2: yeah uh we can talk about west side story next week
0: yes
2: it um it's west side story so if you've seen it you know what the story is and steven spielberg's production is very faithful to the original um with a couple of minor twists that we can talk about next week um I confess, my team gets on me on this. I have never seen the original. <gasps> what? So about, about halfway through, I'm like, oh, yeah, I think I remember this is based on Romeo and Juliet. That means it's not going to end well. So if you go in not knowing about West Side Story, let me just do a spoiler warning and say this does not end well. So it's essentially
0: for... Romeo and Juliet, uh, yeah. set between uh, Hispanics and whites in what, yes. the 1950s. I want to say, late 1950s, New York City. Um, yeah, um, Stephen Sondheim, the songwriter for West Side Story, the original songwriter, yeah. uh, passed away on the 26th, which is, is kind of sad. So, it, it does lead, uh, lend a, a, Special significance to this release, um, Steven yeah. Spielberg doing it. Uh, I've I've respected his work, so I can imagine that it it should be well done. But I often, you know me, I often criticize. Why remake something that was done so well, even if it was done so well so long ago? It it was well. Yeah, it's been
2: sixty years. I mean, it was nineteen sixty one, so. You know, for some people that may not feel like a long time ago, but at least it's not the third reboot of Batman or Spider-Man in the last five
0: years. (laughs) Actually, we've
2: seen this story, right? So, uh, And I think that he is appropriately respectful of the original rita moreno who of course won an academy award
0: amazing uh, isn't she was the only at the time to win an academy award a emmy
2: yeah the egot or whatever it's called yeah so she is in the movie and she was an executive producer and obviously she doesn't play the same character she's she's wonderful um i really liked it Uh, and i I wasn't sure after the first choreographed dance scene. You know, musicals are kind of weird because you have people being normal and then all of a sudden they're singing and dancing. Okay, so why yeah. is that
0: weird to you? Because that's how my household is. You know, I remember <laughs> raising my son and- and uh well, Going true. on a play date, true story. Went on a play date and came home and I was like, baby, did you have a good time? Was that fun? He was like, they're kind of weird, mom. I was like, weird, why? <laughs> They don't sing and dance. I was realizing, oh my gosh, my house is like a B-rated musical. I mean, we spontaneously yeah. break into song and dance at any given moment. So for us, that's normal. So I don't know what's wrong yeah. with you. Well, people.
2: actually, we, that happens here too. And okay. my, my youngest is auditioning for a, a musical this afternoon and she woke up singing this morning. And I'm like, Maggie, I love you so much. I'm not ready for Hamilton at like 6.15. In the morning. <laughs> and she's, and then she looked at me and my wife looked at me. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm a bad dad. Just keep singing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kind of with you. I'm not a morning person. That's a little too much glee in the morning for me, but uh, West yes. Side Story, we have to look forward to anything else.
2: Well, Hawkeye is out now on Disney And that, of course, is I based love on- that.
0: Did you see it? Barton's
2: character and then a new Hawkeye. So I won't spoil it other than to say that the mantle of Hawkeye is being passed to a young woman named Kate Bishop. And she. Did you uh, see
0: it? Have you seen it?
2: I have not. I I,
0: love it. I absolutely love it. It was so charming and so sweet. And I hope um, they keep it that way, as we've seen with some of the other. marvel series like them of course well done entertaining and engaging um especially for adults but sometimes turning dark or overly violent or i I hope they keep it this kind of charming um upbeat focus on family loving family uh just just precious it's very precious yep so you'll
2: find for that and if you know you want something weirder actually i wouldn't recommend this marvel has another new show on hulu called hit monkey and it's about a monkey that's an assassin full stop mic drop because really that's the concept speaks for itself so if you want to watch if you want to watch a hitman monkey I'll read our review first. Cause after you read our review, you might not want to watch it,
0: <laughs> but I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to judge. You want to watch I'm not it? Judge, you no. watch it. I like it. Uh, any other big Christmas films that are going to be coming out?
2: Well, there are more big movies coming out over the Christmas season. I don't know that there are any big Christmas themed movies. We've got next week. We've got West side story. The week after that, I believe we have Matrix, Resurrections, and oh, yeah. Spider-Man. And then the week after that, we will have um American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story. And um, Which
0: I am I've seen it. Um, it's
2: fantastic. It is and I, absolutely- so true story, can I can I brag for a minute? Yeah. Gonna get to do something I've never done before. I got invited today to go to Hollywood for the red carpet premiere. So I'm going to have to get a tux and go to Hollywood. Oh, it's going to be done it.
0: that's glorious.
2: It is glorious. And the movie's fantastic. And it's set in Iowa and any movie set in Iowa is, is good in my book.
0: <laughs> it is absolutely a uh, American underdog, the Kurt Warner story. A wonderful film, well-acted, entertaining, true story. As you rattled off uh, Spider-Man and... uh, and, uh, uh, I'm almost over all of the superhero stuff. I'll go see it and I'll be entertained. But this American underdog stands out in the sea of... Um, the Marvel universe, the DC universe, it just stands out and it is a hero story, but the hero isn't necessarily this, you know, big, strong, handsome uh, sports figure. It's a man that is not unlike you or I struggling with what he's called to do and believing through really, really difficult uh, circumstances it, really it's difficult. A
2: beautiful story it's a beautiful story um and of everything coming out in the next month or so that's the movie you should put on your calendar i agree
0: uh, i agree and go see i agree so well, excellent. Uh, we will check in with you as you're uh, watching, listening, or viewing next week. We'll give you some more insight into some of the movies we've teased today. And if you have a review, if you have thoughts that you think we need to know about, comment in the comment <sighs> section. Send us an email. Go to my Michelle Live. You can contact us there. We care about what you have to say. Like us, share us, and uh, continue to follow us. You can find Adam at PluggedIn.com. Thanks, Adam.
2: You bet. Thank you, Michelle.
1: More entertainment at MyMichelleLive.com.